this morning, um, like I said, we, uh, a few weeks ago when I was talking to um, Elder, I mean, Chris Krauss, um, our pastor, about this uh, morning, um, uh, we thought it would be a, uh, just a great opportunity uh, uh, for the church to uh, 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 gather together as a family and, um, and uh, uh, rejoice and uh, remember all the great, uh, wonderful uh, blessings that the, uh, the Lord has given us. And especially to uh, uh, rejoice in the, the unity and, and the love and the uh, peaceful uh, uh, process we went I mean, through recently in uh, calling our pastor. So, um, if, you know, if the Lord's will, uh, I'm going to speak for just uh, a few brief moments and get out of the way um, of Brother uh, Jamie Arnold and then as the anchor, um, um, Brother Randy Miller, I mean, it, you know, is going to fix whatever I say wrong. So, like I said, um, you know, when we first started talking about this with Brother Chris, I was, you know, very encouraged and very thankful and you know, um, you know, kind of excited about this opportunity to uh, express, you know, a few burdens and you know, a feelings that I've had. Um, but as the days went by and, and the weeks went on, um, you know, you know, I kind of woke up in the middle, of, you know, of the night, thinking, "Okay, Johnson, uh, what in the world did you get yourself into? You know, this is really crazy. What are you thinking? You know, and and so to uh, uh, get some encouragement about my." Uh, fear and my like uh, concerns about um, expressing my uh, uh, burdens. You know, I spoke to a few of my uh, uh, beloved um, uh, brethren here at the church. You know, like, I mean, I mean, brother Randy and um, like brother Quentin. And um, as encouraging words, uh, brother Quentin said, "Well, at least it can be uh, Pastor Appreciation Weekend, brother." So, uh, you know, so anyway, brother, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But, um, but, I mean, uh, Lord willing, uh, I, I intend to kind of uh, uh, go over a few thoughts about, um, about a comparison and how uh, uh, the Lord uh, uh, does not uh, like it uh, when we, I mean, compare our lives to others' lives here in, 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 in this world. Um, but, you know, just a few thoughts. Like I said, um, I was, uh, you know, very... Um, Apprehensive, and you know, it's not exactly an easy thing to be up here. So, uh, you know, I really have been in, in a lot of, of a prayer thoughts with the Lord, and uh, finally, just you know, I, I realized that um, you know, to overcome my fear that um, you know, if the Lord is uh, burdening me or burdening, I mean, a, a one of you with um, a thing to do in your life, if you feel burdened to uh, go out and. And uh, and start a, uh, a ministry, or, or you know, or, or, or go help a family in need, or if there's um, some unforgiveness in your heart that you just say, you know, this is just impossible. I can't overcome this, Lord. Or if there's a person that I need to talk to, but it, it may be a very difficult person to talk to. You know, I, I I just realized, you know, if the Lord is in the matter, and if the Lord is really burdening you with this thing to do. Do I really believe that the uh, Lord who made the earth and the stars and is, is my personal Savior, that you know, the Lord will not uh, bless me and bless you guys? So I just encourage uh, anyone that has a burden to uh, do something that you, you know, uh, is uh, uh, truly of the Lord. 
you know, go ahead and do it um, because the Lord will uh, 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 bless you in the matter. Okay, so then that's over with. Now, um, the, the comparison issues. Um, you know, in, in this life, uh, uh, you know, in our, our daily walk, we are uh, just um, bombarded with all kind of things, uh, you know, a, a million different things in our daily lives. And every second, every minute, I mean, I mean you know, we live, we, we, we compare things all the time. Um, and just kind of, you know, getting ready for this message, uh, not a sermon, but a message. I want to make sure everybody knows it. Um, just a, a few broad uh, categories that we really look to and, 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 and the comparison. And when I say these things to you guys, I really want you to uh, understand that, um, you know, I mean, I'm talking more about me I mean, than you guys. I mean, this is not like, you know, a, a, a message at you guys, but it's about, you know, um, uh, things that I go through in my daily life. Um, uh, the first category is our possessions. You know, it's a very simple target. You think about, you know, we, um, we are constantly, like, comparing our possessions with other people's. And I could be driving uh, down the road in my car that I feel, you know, you know I'm very comfortable with my car. I think it's a nice car. And it may be only a year old. And then, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm driving around town and, um, you know, I'm at a red light. And, I mean, suddenly a, a, uh, the, the um, same model car pulls up by me, but it's, it's, it's this New Year model. It's, you know, it's, you know, you know a brand-new car. So I look over there and say, man, you know, that is a nice, fancy new car. And suddenly the car that I'm driving right now you know, it's got you know you know a few maintenance issues on it. It's costing me you know money in maintenance. It's not um, as new and modern as this new model. So you know, uh, my car is you know not like good enough anymore. I've got to go get a new car. Um, we like um, often compare our our houses. Um, you know, I mean, you may have a house that is uh, perfectly suited for your family. It meets all of your needs. But uh, um, one day you're over at a, a, a friend's house, or you're at some kind of gathering, or like uh, uh, you know, or uh, God forbid, you're at a, uh, a a parade home. You know, one of these new like you know, designer model houses, and with all these uh, uh, fancy appliances out there and everything else, you're like, you know, man, my house that I've got is old, it's worn down, it's it's not efficient, it's not modern. I really need this new house with you know uh, uh, more space and. A fancy neighborhood, and you know, you know, a garage with with 18 doors on it. You know, so we compare our our possessions. Another thing we we compare is our appearances, and unfortunately, the the ladies have this much worse. I mean, I mean, than men do, and you know, because you ladies, everywhere that you go, you're at like the grocery store, you're at Walmart, you're reading a, a magazine, you're on the internet. You are constantly being, I mean, compared to like an airbrushed, um, artistic-looking model on some magazine cover, and that is the idea of, you know, what I mean, I mean, I mean, a beauty is, and you know, it could be, you know, I've got to have a certain kind of makeup on, or a certain kind of outfit, or a certain name brand of, you know, of of of, 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 of shoes, or, or whatever it is. You're, you're, I mean, like, um, uh, uh, you're, you're, you're like a new hairstyle. But uh, uh, with men, 
we are like um like um we we only compare if we have hair or not. Okay, that's a big deal for us. You know what I'm saying? So that's you know very um you know interesting for men. But um so uh, we like compare our like, possessions, our appearances. Uh, we often compare our our our, our performance. Um, it could be at your job. If you're in sales or you're an engineer like I am, there's always another sales guy who has like uh, uh, better numbers than you do, uh, does more volume. As engineering, there's always an engineer who you know designs a better product, who does a better job at, at meetings or whatever. And even though I, 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 I may work harder than this guy does, I come in earlier, I stay late, I'm on the phone, I follow up with everything that I've got. You know, this guy is always doing better than me. And I suddenly say, hey, you know, Lord, it's not fair. I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? Something is not right with me. Um, another category is, our, I mean, our circumstances. We compare our circumstances all the time. And this is uh, probably my biggest, I mean, one for me. I mean, like, I mean, personally. Um, if you're out and... Um, with some old friends from college or from high school, and they have a um, bigger, uh, uh, better-paying job than you do, and you know, or a bigger house, or I mean, whatever, you say, hey, you know, I work, you know, just as hard as this guy does, but it's not fair. I mean, I mean, something's got to be wrong with me, Lord, that. You know, this guy here has a better paying job than me. It's, you know, it's a, a more like a prestigious job than me. Something's not right with me. And a lot of us, um, you know, uh, it may be that, I mean, we're not married yet. And we say, um, all my friends are married and have kids, have started a family. I haven't found uh, Mr. or Mrs. Wright yet. You know, something's wrong with me. What's going on? You know, it's not fair, Lord. You know, I'm just not right, Lord. Something's not right with me. What is wrong with me, Lord? So um, I've got, you know, I mean, a story to tell you about, I mean, me personally with this issue. Um, when I was going to college, a, a, a good friend of mine a, a majored in the same major as me um, in, in physics and economics. And this sounds really geeky, but it's true. So um, anyway, in, in college, we had... You know, a, a you know a, a a friendly competition all the time where we were, um, you know, uh, always <laughs> encouraging each other to do better on, on tests and, and, and projects and and, and and whatnot. But in college, this guy, um, man, he always beat me. Every test, every project, every presentation he did was just out of the park, and he was. Um, had a thousand friends, he was athletic, I mean, just every aspect of this guy's life, he, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, one-upped me all the time. And it was very, very frustrating in college. And, and, and when we graduated, I thought, hey, you know, I finally read uh, this guy, he's my, you know, arch, um, you know, guy that, you know, is just always one-upping me on every aspect that I do. I just can't beat him, I'm just not good enough. Well, then, you know, after we graduated, you know, you know, a few years went by. And uh, a few years ago, I, I ran into him uh, in Lakeland. He was out at some kind of a, a builder's conference show that I was at. And I was like, hey, man, how you doing? And he said, I'm doing great. And then, 
you know, you know, eventually people, you know, ask you what you do for a living and, and, and whatnot. So I was asking what he was doing for a living. Oh, he goes, well, I'm the uh, VP executive of, of this big, like, a, a developer in town. And I'm just like, you know, like, and he asked me what I did. And I go, well, I'm an engineer for a small you know, engineering firm you know, in Lakeland. He's like, oh, that's, you know, a very good job. So, you know, I immediately walked away from that conversation just, you know, this guy is just still beating me in everything in my life. What can I do to get over this, Lord? It's just not fair. My life is not right. Something's, you know, it's got to change, Lord. So, uh, and to actually open the uh, uh, Bible now, there are, are, are three principles, or I mean, uh, three thoughts. I just wanted to uh, uh, relay uh, real quick about uh, the first one is, is, is comparison is the death of contentment. Comparison is the death of contentment. And if you go to Second Corinthians chapter 10, I'm sorry, I think it's correct. Uh, verse uh, 12. This is the uh, um, Apostle Paul talking. He says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number. And I mean, Real quick, I mean, let me stop there. He's using the word dare, for we dare not make ourselves of the number. And, you know, in your everyday life, when you say the word dare, like, you know, if my kids are about to do something, I say, you know, don't you dare do that, kids. I mean, that is a very strong word. So the Apostle Paul is really trying to emphasize this. For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. So I figure if you're not wise, you know, that's the other thing that you could be. All right. So just let me um, just, you know, I just wanted to emphasize that the uh, worldly definition of of success is not true it's not right that um it's not you know i mean gaining more things and getting uh more stuff and being who another person is is not the goal that's not the goal at all god is the goal uh success is being who god I mean, it wants us to be, not who the world is, you know, making us be, all right? So, uh, first thought, I mean, a content or a comparison is the death of contentment. Uh, uh, thought number two, uh, comparison, it can make us prideful. And, and this is one of my uh, things that I do all the time, but in Luke... Uh, chapter 18 uh, and verse 11, if I can get this correct. Correct. Um, you know, and this is actually, um, you know, a, a, a topic on, on a prayer, but it still applies here. It says, uh, The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican says, I fast twice in the week 
and give tithes of all that I possess. And I know that um, in this church, we've heard this uh, uh, verse at least a thousand times. And I, I could say, hey, you know what? I would never be that, um, you know, um, I mean, um, you know, big headed. And I never act that way. But I can tell you that in my thoughts, I've, you know, I probably do this every day. And as, a, as an example, how many of you have ever been at Walmart and the um, uh, either electronics or in the toy aisle and there's Armageddon breaking loose? I'm talking a full-on nuclear attack. There's a three-year-old uh, on the floor throwing an incredible face like, I want that toy! I want that toy, Mom! And he's just absolutely going insane like it you know actually there might be a demon in this kid i'm serious it's, it's insane so and i drive by or i mean you know you know i i, I mean I, I walk by there thinking man if i had that kid for one hour just one hour my parenting skills i would have him totally shipped up he'd be in perfect shape he would never ever do that to me in walmart absolutely not happen okay so at that moment in time i've made a judgment on that family, and I don't know anything about that family at all. I don't, you know, I, I I don't know what kind of day they've had. I don't know if that kid even has a father at the house. But I've made a judgment. Another example that I'm guilty of too. Um, how about us, like, um, you know, being in town and there's a smoker, and you're like. Man, that guy is smoking over there. Don't, doesn't he know that is the vile, disgusting habit and that every cigarette he smokes takes a couple of minutes off his life and that the body is a, a temple? Man, that is dis- disgusting, vile habit. I cannot believe anybody would ever do that. Meanwhile, I'm at a, a McDonald's drive through saying, hey, I'll have a Big Mac and a... a uh, uh, super-sized French fry with extra mayonnaise and you know you know you know a two-liter bottle of cork of you know a coke you know blah 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 and then I'm thinking man that person smoking a cigarette doesn't he know that's just bad 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 for his his body I'm saying guys I, I do this all the time and if you take a few moments and realize that I mean that I'm guilty of that thought. Every day, it seems like. So, um, comparison is a death of contentment. A comparison, it can make us, mean, I mean, a prideful. And a, th- a third topic or idea I wanted to bring up is that a comparison, it can make us, I mean, I mean a resentful. In the book of, of, of uh, First Samuel, uh, chapter 18, uh, starting in verse... Six, and uh, David and Saul are, are coming back from a conquest. They have killed uh, the Philistines, and it's a big, um, you know, it's a big like um, a, a new celebration. The women are coming from in town, and you know, and, and they're lining up on the streets, and they're singing songs. It's, it's kind of like you have won the. Um, Super Bowl team coming back into town, and they're driving through town. There's, you know, I mean, music playing and all kind of of like of of a confetti out there, and they're all, you know, hey, you know, this is the like you know new championship team coming down the the road. Anyway, starting with verse 
6, it said, And it came to pass, as they came, when David uh, was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the women uh, came out of all cities of Israel, singing and dancing, to meet King Saul with trabbits, with joy, and with instruments of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. Whoa, that's a big deal right there. So, um, and Saul was very wroth. I mean, he was just enraged at these ladies by saying that and saying, and the saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed unto David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can he have uh, more but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that, from that day and forward. So here's Saul. Um, instead of being excited for David and, um, you know, and remembering all the incredible things David has done for him, he's been a very faithful servant. He's been loyal to King Saul, he you know he killed uh, 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 um, Goliath. He has uh, uh, tr- uh, he played. I mean, at the harp uh, uh, for Saul several times when his soul was vexed. He's been very faithful to Saul, but Saul, all Saul c- could think about is that these ladies said that uh, David had killed his tens of thousands, and I have only killed my thousands. So. Instead of Saul focusing on, hey, the fact, hey, I'm still the king, man. You know, and I mean, I've been extremely blessed by God. All Saul could think about, he was enraged, he was wroth that David got more glory than he did. So when we compare um, God's goodness in other people's lives, or I'm sorry, excuse me. um, When we compare we resent God's goodness in other people's lives and often ignore, I mean, the blessings in our own life. This is, um, you know, an issue that I, I mean, work on every day myself. So comparison is the death of contentment. Um, it makes us prideful and it can make us, I mean, resent the blessings in our own life. So how do we, how do we overcome this? Um, we've got, we've got uh, just a couple of tools here. If you read um, the Apostle Paul in, in I mean, in Philippians uh, chapter 4 and verse 11, he goes, uh, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therein to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be I'm hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. If you notice in verse 11, he says that I have learned in whatsoever state that I am therein to be content. It, you know, I mean, this is an action, guys. He's learning to do this. It's not uh, just something that, you know, you know, Apostle Paul woke up one day and said, Hey, man, I am, 
I'm uh, totally cool with everything in my life. I'm like content. No, he says he has learned to be mean and content. Um, um, it, 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 it talks about how we are to uh, pray. This is an action that uh, we have to learn to do. Um, we are, um, if there's ever a thought that enters our mind, we are to take that thought and, 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 and captive and make it obedient to uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, this is a daily work. We have to uh, endeavor to do this every day of our life. And I know I'm, I'm not perfect, and I always mess this thing up. But it is an it's an action that we have to do every day. And if you look at um, in First Timothy chapter six and verse uh, six, it says, "But godliness." With contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we will carry nothing out. I can guarantee that, guys. You know, I mean, I mean, when we leave this world, I mean, I mean, I mean we're not going to have anything with us. So going back to my friend um, in college that I often, I mean, run into in, in town. Um, you know what finally um, I mean it released me from the the envy and the um, I mean whatever it was the enragement about this guy's like me uh, goodness in his life um, you know I finally realized uh, what I have and I, I, I realized what um, I've been called to do guys as I mean as as Christians and as uh, uh, disciples if we can take just a brief uh, moment and pause and think about the, the um, incredible, priceless, unmerited gift that uh, Jesus Christ has given us. He has given us, I mean, love and grace, mercy, forgiveness. He's given us a new life. I mean, what more could we ever, ever need in, in this world? So if we look um, Ephesians... Uh, chapter 2, um, verse 8 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I mean, my friends, I, I look on the many uh, blessings that our great, uh, glorious God has given me in my life. I mean, He's given me a, a beautiful wife. That I, you know, um, I mean, I fail her every day, I'm sure, but I'm so thankful, and I do not mean to deserve her or anything about her. She actually makes me a much better person than I am today, and I'm very thankful for her. He's made, um, he's blessed me to be a dad to me, uh, uh, three, um, you know, about to be, I mean, four kids, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, he's blessed me, he's blessed me to be a, a member of the church. Here, I mean, a little union, and they're they're not uh, nothing in this world compares to the love we have, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, is a, a, a heart and soul type love here that I know um, that if I'm ever in need. Or ever in trouble, that I can call on any one of the brothers here uh, any time, day or night, and they'll drop whatever they're doing, and they'll come help me. I mean, 
I mean, what more could we really want in this life? I mean, you know, the Lord has blessed me with so many things. He's blessed us with so many great things. And the wonderful thing is that I didn't deserve any of them. I mean, I was a sinner through and through. And I, the chief sinner out there, I really am. You guys don't have any idea. But uh, the Lord loved me before I loved him. And he gave his only son and washed my sins completely as far as the east is from the west. I thank the Lord for that every day. What an amazing, amazing grace that is. So, I know what I have. And I know what I've been called to do. Uh, If you continue reading on in verse 10, it says, For we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. Created in Christ unto good works, which God hath before ordained, ordained that we should walk in them. Friends, we are he, we're his workmanship. We are the salt and the light of this world. And it just blows my mind that one day, um, and not too long, um, when I leave this world, I could sit at the feet of my Savior and, and, and sup with him and uh, pray with him and be joint heirs with Jesus Christ, who made the universe, the earth, the stars. He's my personal Savior, my friend that never, ever forsakes me or, or ever leaves me. And that I know that one day um, every tongue will confess and every knee shall bow that he is Lord. So what more could we possibly need in this world? Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it.